Section 10b. Leadership. The art and science of leadership. Merriam-Webster's dictionary defines the word lead as to guide on a way, especially by going in advance, or to direct on a course or in a direction. A leader is considered a person who directs a military force or unit, and or who has commanding authority or influence. With this in mind, we can explain the act of leading in the Air Force as the art and science of accomplishing the Air Force mission by motivating, influencing, and directing airmen. This highlights two central elements: one, the mission, objective, or task to be accomplished, and two, the airmen who will accomplish it. All aspects of leadership should support the Air Force mission and its airmen. Successful leaders recognize that people are the most valuable resource, and without them, the organization fails. Therefore, the Air Force relies on its members to develop as leaders for today and tomorrow. The extent of a person's development is dependent on his or her status within the organization, whether as an officer, enlisted, or civilian, and the level of responsibility he or she has. Most enlisted members function at the tactical level, where their technical skills are combined with their direct influence on subordinate members in daily operation and at war. Good leaders are people who have a passion to succeed. To become successful leaders, we must first learn that no matter how good the technology or how shiny the equipment, people-to-people relations get things done in our organizations. People are the assets that determine our success or failure. If you are to be a good leader, you have to cultivate your skills in the arena of personal relations. General Robert R. Vogelman, former Air Force Chief of Staff, set the example. Effective leadership takes more than simply talking the talk. Leadership is modeling or setting the example for others in word and action. For many, this is considered the toughest part of leading. However, in order to be successful. Leaders must evaluate themselves and work on their shortcomings. Effective leaders lead rather than drive people. They make fair and firm decisions that are in the best interest of good order, discipline, and successful accomplishment of the mission. A leader's responsibilities go further than just being responsible for accomplishing the mission. Effective leaders are not only expected to accomplish the mission, but to do so with a minimal cost and resources, such as people, material, and money. While no one expects the leader to be perfect, a leader cannot demand the best from others if he or she cannot perform as expected. Motivate intrinsically. Intrinsic motivation is encouraging others to act, not because they have to, but because they want to. The Air Force continuously adapts in new and innovative ways to conduct daily operations, and requires leaders who can initiate and sustain change. To motivate intrinsically. Consider ways to get others to embrace ideas, strategies, and initiatives. Involvement. A leader's success is reflected in the efficiency, productivity, morale, and enthusiasm demonstrated by the followers, and a leader's involvement is essential to maximizing worker performance and the mission. Leaders become a positive influence when they are actively involved in their airmen's careers. Although service members are obligated to obey the orders of the President of the U.S. and the orders of the officers appointed over them, they respond more positively and with extra effort to those who genuinely care about them. In today's environment of technology and specialization, most leaders tend to find this environment allows them to neglect the need of knowing their subordinate members of the organization and show sincere concern in their problems, career development, and welfare. Learning from failure, leadership is all about risk and rewards, and effective leaders realize that failure is possibly one of the greatest learning tools an organization has for achieving success. With every risk, there is the potential for failure. However, these are the moments which shed light on the faults that exist within an organization, its processes and procedures. Effective leaders realize that learning from failure empowers change and inspires efforts to improve. Therefore, leaders never fear failure; they embrace it. Transparency. Directions, decisions, and actions are rarely challenged if the leader's intentions are transparent. Transparency is accomplished by integrating regular communication, shared decision making, 
mutual consensus, and healthy debate. Airmen should know the reason decisions were made and how that decision will impact them and the organization. Transparent leaders should not micromanage. Give credit where credit is due and take accountability when things fail. Flexibility. Top-down authoritative organizations is a classic example of rigid and stubborn leadership and usually results in resentment and animosity, especially during times of change. Leaders who are flexible listen to other points of view, bend when necessary, and are not afraid to change course if things are not going well. Resilience. Leaders at every level within an organization constantly face challenges, changes, and criticisms. There will always be times of uncertainty, deviation, turmoil, and at times, conflict. Therefore, resilient leaders must possess a combination of compassion and thick skin. Accountability. Good things come to those who are accountable, and leaders play an important part in ensuring accountability in the workplace. Promoting accountability in the workplace includes establishing clear roles and responsibilities, cultivating a sense of pride and ownership among the members and teams within the organization, providing regular feedback to subordinates, and leading with integrity and by positive example are all responsibilities of a leader. Accountability does not focus on the discipline and punishment associated with being unaccountable, but rather concentrates on creating and sustaining a continuously learning and always improving organization. Give people opportunities to take pride in their work and personal growth. People want to do well at their job. You have to help them do that. Robert D. Gaylor, former Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force, number five. Leadership self-evaluation. To successfully accomplish the responsibilities of a position, one must first understand what is expected of them. The following is a list of questions that offer perspective as to what is expected of a leader and assist aspiring leaders develop particular skills. Only the most honest responses to these questions will reveal one's definite strengths and potential weaknesses. Positively and proactively responding to the results will provide direction upon which to concentrate efforts to improve. Do I have the courage to make tough decisions and stand by them? Am I flexible when dealing with changing situations? Can I remain enthusiastic and cheerful when I am confronted with seemingly impossible tasks? Am I willing to do my best with what seems to be inadequate means? Can I inspire people to achieve outstanding results? Am I willing to take reasonable risks to allow my airmen to grow and become more productive? Am I willing to let my airmen be creative? Does my manner invite communication? Do I really listen? Can I withhold judgment until I have all the facts? Am I willing to accept my airmen's failures as my own, yet immediately recognize their successes as theirs? Am I able to do many things at one time? Can I manage a complex job? Can I carry out orders as well as give them? Advice to leaders. There are no secret or magic formulas to successful leadership. Rather, leadership is an individual and personal choice, and everyone develops their own unique leadership style. Although the best advice is to just be yourself, all ambitious leaders can always benefit from the wise words of others. In 1976, while he was commander-in-chief, Pacific Air Force's General Lewis L. Wilson, Jr. wrote the following timeless advice. Be tough. Set your standards high and insist that your people measure up. Have the courage to correct those who fail to do so. In the long run, your people will be happier. Almost certainly morale will be higher, your outfit better, and your people prouder. Get out from behind your desk. See for yourself what is going on in your work center. Your airmen will see that you are interested in their problems, work conditions, and welfare. Many of your people problems will go away if you practice this point. Search out the problems. If you think there are no problems in your organization, you may be ignorant to problems that are not obvious. The trick is to find them. Foster an environment that encourages people to bring problems to you. Find the critical path to success. Get personally involved in issues on a priority basis. Let your influence be felt on make-or-break issues in your organization. Avoid the activity trap. 
Do not spend your valuable time on inconsequential or trivial matters. Weigh in where it counts. Be sensitive. Listen to your people. Communicate with them and be perceptive to their needs. Learn to recognize problems and seek out ideas. Be innovative. Recognize that effective communication involves shared perceptions. Do not be afraid to empathize when necessary. Listen, listen, and listen. Do not take things for granted. Do not assume things have been fixed. Look for yourself. Furthermore, do not assume problems will stay fixed. The probability is high that fixed problems will recur, so regularly monitor your processes. Do not alibi. Remember, you and your people will never be perfect. People will make mistakes, so do not be defensive about things that are wrong. Nothing is more disgusting than the individual who can do no wrong and has an alibi for anything and everything that goes awry. Do not procrastinate. Do not put off those hard decisions because you are not willing to make them today, as they will not be any easier tomorrow. This does not mean you should make precipitous or unreasonable decisions just to be prompt. However, once you have arrived at what you believe is correct, get on with it. Do not block progress. Do not tolerate incompetence. Once people demonstrate laziness, disinterest, or an inability to get the job done, you must have the courage to terminate their assignments. You cannot afford to do less. On the other hand, when your people are doing good work, recognize the good work and encourage them. Certainly, they will do even better. Be honest. When talking to your people, be candid and insist that they do likewise. They set their behavior patterns based upon your example. Nothing is more disastrous than garbled information, half-truths, and falsifications. Make sure your people know where you stand on this matter. Encourage them to come to you if they have questions about what is going on in the unit. You must create an atmosphere of trust and confidence. Finally, be honest with yourself. Do not gimmick reports and figures to make things look good on paper. Advice from a successful leader can be a beneficial tool to the aspiring leader. But where the aspiring leader applies this tool will demonstrate his or her success. The perfect place to start is Air Force Standards. Air Force Standards Air Force Standards of Conduct, Discipline, and Customs and Courtesies reflect the Air Force's broad heritage and traditions. Air Force leaders must not only know the standards, they must enforce them. While current Department of Defense and Air Force policies provide specific guidance on standards, leaders must be familiar with the following. Mission. The Air Force's mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. To achieve strategic, operational, and tactical objectives unhindered by time, distance, and geography, the Air Force employs six distinctive capabilities of air and space superiority. Global attack, rapid global mobility, precision engagement, information superiority, and agile combat support. The three Air Force core values of integrity first, service before self, and excellence in all we do enables airmen to effectively execute their responsibilities and accomplish the mission. Oath Upon entering the Air Force, each member voluntarily takes a sworn oath of enlistment. With every oath, enlisted members reaffirm their belief and public commitment to the following. I, name, do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support and defend the Constitution of the U.S. against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, and that I will obey the orders of the President of the U.S. and the orders of the officers appointed over me according to regulations and the Uniform Code of Military Justice. So help me God. Way of Life Airmen are on duty 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, and if so directed by a competent authority, must report for duty at any time, at any location, for as long as necessary to complete the task at hand. Due to the importance of the Air Force mission, the dangers associated with military service, and the national and international influence and potential implications relevant to global operations, the Air Force enforces more restrictive rules and elevated standards than those found in the civilian community. Individuals unable to maintain these higher standards or are deemed not compatible with military service will not be retained in the Air Force. Chain of Command 
The chain of command provides the authority, communications, and control necessary to accomplish the mission-related task at every echelon of the Air Force. Each level is responsible for all lower levels and accountable to all higher levels. The chain will not work without loyalty at every level. The key to an effective chain of command is trusting the system and resolving issues at the lowest possible level. Conduct The Air Force's mission is critical to national security, global stability, and international relations. Therefore, each member has specific responsibilities for accomplishing their part in the mission. Airmen carry out orders, perform specific duty-related tasks, and uphold Air Force standards. Supervisors enforce these standards and ensure their airmen understand and fulfill them at all times. Standards of conduct apply to both on-duty and off-duty behavior. Professional Relationships To maintain a successful and effective military organization, the Air Force depends on professional relationships among all its members, both military and civilian. All interactions and relationships must support the mission and operational effectiveness of the Air Force. Officers and enlisted alike must ensure their relationships with co-workers, superiors, and subordinates do not portray favoritism or impropriety. Excessive socialization and undue familiarity, whether real or perceived, degrades morale, team cohesion, and leadership effectiveness. Leadership versus Management Leaders are people who do the right thing. Managers are people who do things right. Warren G. Bennis, Ph.D., founding chair of the Leadership Institute, University of Southern California. Which is more important? Leadership and management are simply not the same thing. Successful organizations include and depend on elements of control, trust, administration, development, standardization, innovation, compliance, and inspiration. Leadership and management go hand-in-hand in producing these elements, which promote mission success. Throughout military history, there have been accounts of leadership and management in action. For instance, during the D-Day invasion of Normandy on 6 June 1944, some believed this invasion was an effective use of management, which moved the U.S. and coalition forces onto the beaches, and the inspirational leadership is what moved them forward. So which is more important? Roles of Leadership and Management To better understand the roles of leadership and management, consider them in terms of behavior, personal characteristics, and organizational situations. Behavior Managerial behaviors focus on building organizational mechanisms that mesh together like the parts of a complex timepiece, whereas leadership behaviors concentrate on effectively moving the hands of the timepiece to display the correct time. The behavioral focus of each is clearly important. But while the manager may be preoccupied with the precision of the process, the leader concentrates on the inertial forces that affect the process. Management is getting people to do what needs to be done. Leadership is getting people to want to do what needs to be done. Warren G. Bennis, Ph.D., founding chair of the Leadership Institute, University of Southern California. The words of Field Marshal Sir William Slim who led the British 14th Army in the quest of Burma in World War II, are worthy of note. Leadership is of the spirit, compounded of personality and vision. Management is of the mind, more a matter of accurate calculation, statistics, methods, timetables, and routines. Field Marshal Sir William Slim, British 14th Army, Burma, World War II. Managers use the management process to control people by pushing them in the right direction. Leaders motivate and inspire people to keep moving in the right direction by satisfying human needs. In order to achieve a vision, leaders tailor their behavior toward their followers' needs for achievement, sense of belonging, recognition, self-esteem, and control over their lives. Bennis offers an appropriate summary of this behavioral characteristics comparison in Figure 10.1. Personal Characteristics Figure 10.1 also illustrates a comparison of successful leaders and managers, as researched by Professor Robert White, Indiana University. Neither type of behavior is exclusively positive or negative. Figure 10.1 suggests that leaders must have a grasp of management and leadership skills to be successful. Moreover, the two cannot, and should not, be separated. In other words, leadership is an art that includes management. 
the best managers tend to become good leaders because they develop leadership abilities and skills through practicing good management techniques. Similarly, seldom is there an effective leader who is not also a good manager. Successful leaders humanize their management skills with inspiration, empowerment, and vision through charisma. Organizational situation. What are the organizational implications of management and leadership? Leaders launch and steer the organization towards the pursuit of goals and strategies, while managers ensure the resources needed are readily available and efficiently used. Managers are responsible for organizing projects, staffing positions with qualified individuals, communicating plans, delegating responsibilities, and devising systems to monitor implementation. Leadership supports these actions by aligning the personnel's needs, wants, emotions, and aspirations with the task. They understand the vision, are committed, and encourage others. Note, the concept of vision is discussed in paragraph 10.8. To be successful, an organization needs both leadership and management. For an organization, strong leadership with weak management is no better, and sometimes worse, than the opposite. The challenge is to achieve a balance of strong leadership and capable management. While not the most effective approach, a peacetime military can survive with good administration and management up and down the hierarchy, coupled with good leadership concentrated at the top. On the other hand, a wartime force must have competent leadership at all levels, particularly at the tactical level of war. Good management brings a degree of order and consistency to key issues like readiness, availability, and sustainment. However, no one has yet figured out how to manage people into battle. They must be led. Leadership Qualities Positive Attitude Leaders must demonstrate the attitude they hope to see emulated by their followers. In doing so, the same attitude will be more easily adopted by their airmen. Enthusiasm is contagious and can deliver energy to all aspects of organizational operations. Although encouragement is normally considered an action, encouragement is actually attitude-related. The inclination to encourage airmen, as well as oneself, is a powerful motivator and satisfies human needs. Effective leaders constantly embrace positive goals and display a positive attitude. Values The degree to which trust, loyalty, and integrity are present in the leadership of an organization directly relates to the organization's effectiveness. Leadership is the capacity to generate and sustain trust, and trust is dependent upon reliability. Indicators of reliability, such as punctual attendance at all meetings, prompt attention to correspondence, and meeting task deadlines translate into the level of trust people have in one another. Trust must also be balanced with a willingness to remove people who cannot be trusted and to make tough decisions when necessary. While the right decision is not always the easiest decision, airmen respect leaders for doing the right thing and reward leadership with their own trustworthiness and loyalty. Like trust, the doors of loyalty swing both ways. Leaders cannot demand unwavering loyalty of their followers without being willing to return loyalty to them. Integrity is a consistent and honest demonstration of personal commitment to the organization and its vision. Therefore, leaders should be ever mindful of the ramifications of their behavior and strive to epitomize the Air Force core value of integrity first. Character the character traits of effective leaders include charisma, compassion, and courage. Effective leadership is a combination of competence and character. Lack of character, however, will most often prevent individuals from becoming great leaders. But what if the leader, government-appointed or self-appointed, shouts, Follow me! And no one does. When do men sometimes follow him and shout enthusiastically, too? Something called character must be apparent in the leader. The followers must like him and want to be like him, or want him to like them. When it's over, they want him, private, sergeant, lieutenant, or even General Eisenhower, to clap them on the shoulder and say he's proud of them. Paul Fussell, Ph.D., The Great War and Modern Memory Charisma According to Webster, charisma is a special characteristic of leadership that inspires allegiance and devotion. Charisma can be effective, but it's not a cure-all for leadership needs. German sociologist Max Weber's research noted that charisma is often contrary to authority. Superiors consequently frown on it. 
Additionally, once it becomes old hat to airmen, charisma's attraction and powers wane. Further, airmen can easily spot disingenuous charisma, a characteristic that eventually erodes mission effectiveness. Compassion Compassion is the sympathetic pity and concern for the suffering or misfortunes of others. Coupled with understanding, compassion is an important leadership trait. Because the human psyche bruises easily, most airmen withhold their true feelings, often to the point of distress. Additionally, if airmen do not share their feelings, NCOs will struggle to help airmen improve their performance. Compassion promotes healthy, open, and honest communication and provides the stimulus to discuss one's inner thoughts and feelings. Courage Courage can take many forms. Leaders must demonstrate both moral and physical courage, not only in combat and in high-risk situations, but in day-to-day life. Leadership requires the courage to address substandard performance or unacceptable behavior, to welcome new ideas, do what is ethically right when others prefer to do otherwise, and to be honest. Acts of courage inspire others to be courageous as well and helps them to maintain composure in stressful situations and provides the stimulus and encouragement to endure hardships. Credibility Credibility is the quality of being trusted and believed in. Credible leaders must exercise and demonstrate humility, commitment to the organization and mission, and optimize operations by tapping into the unique strengths of each team member. Occasionally, leaders must get their hands dirty, alongside their followers, which also bolsters credibility. However, credibility is very fragile and takes years to earn through persistent, consistent, and patient leadership, and can easily be lost with one thoughtless action, decision, or behavior. In the present era, leaders are challenged to demonstrate their credibility even more. Successful leaders earn credibility through leading by example and taking responsibility. Leading by example. Leaders lead by example. Leaders can be positive role models when they lead by example and pay attention to what they believe is important. Through positive behavior, leaders show others that they live by their values. They reinforce their credibility when they do not dwell on the effort they have put forth. Plus, airmen are impressed when leaders do not exhibit undue strain in difficult circumstances. Taking Responsibility A crucial element of a leader's credibility is taking responsibility not only for his or her individual actions, but also for those of the airmen. All this has been my fault. It is I who have lost this fight, and you must help me out of it the best way you can. Attributed to General Robert E. Lee, Kent Masterson Brown's Retreat from Gettysburg. Vision Air Force leaders must have a collective vision. A vision that empowers, inspires, challenges, and motivates followers to the highest levels of commitment in a continuous process improvement environment. Therefore, we must embrace and communicate the Air Force Smart Operations for the 21st Century Vision. The vision for the Air Force Smart Operations for the 21st Century is to establish a continuous process improvement environment in which all airmen are actively eliminating waste and continuously improving processes. These improvements must be centered on the core missions airmen are responsible for conducting, specifically to maintain the asymmetric advantages and capabilities the Air Force delivers in air, space, and cyberspace. We need to ensure we are also driving efficiencies and improvements across the board. Therefore, we must use the right tools and techniques to see and attack problems and leverage opportunities for improvement and employ our greatest resource, innovative, dedicated airmen. What is vision? Vision is helping people believe they can accomplish their goals in the anticipation of a better future as a result of their own efforts. Inspiration is one way to convey vision. To better understand this concept, consider the following examples. President Franklin D. Roosevelt's announcement in May 1940 that the U.S. would produce 50,000 planes a year and President John F. Kennedy's 1961 announcement of the U.S. intention to put a man on the moon within the decade. Both goals were breathtaking, perhaps impossible by most standards, and yet both were achieved. In each case, the dramatic announcement and the infectious inspiration bred helped achieve the goal. The ability to form mental images of a possible outcome and to translate these images into reality through leadership and action is a unique feature of the human brain. 
A leader should constantly anticipate the influences, trends, and demands that affect the vision of the next month, year, even decade. Unfortunately, a common leadership error is to become preoccupied with the present at the expense of the future. To be of realistic value, the vision must be logical, deductive, and plausible. Vision must be specific enough to provide real guidance to people, but unbound enough to encourage initiative and demonstrate relevancy to a variety of conditions. Leaders without vision are doomed to perpetuate complacency. They fail to prosper because they continue doing things as they have always been done. Implementing the Vision While senior leadership has the authority and responsibility to change the system as a whole, leaders at lower levels direct supervisors and subordinates to tasks more appropriate to the challenges of the new age. To do this, the leaders must communicate the vision to the unit, shop, or work center. Leaders are responsible for bolstering their airmen's courage and understanding. However, launching a vision cannot be a single effort. Those who work for and with the leader are excellent sources of ideas. Leaders can prepare the organization for potential changes to come and disarm resistance to change by soliciting suggestions and promoting wide participation. A great leader's courage to fulfill his vision comes from passion, not position. John C. Maxwell, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership The Downside Even a clearly articulated and achievable vision may flounder if appropriate resource management and leadership practices do not accompany the vision. Sometimes the vision becomes an obsession and, as a result, adversely affects leader and follower judgment. What is crucial about the vision is not the originality, but how well the vision serves the mission requirements, strategic goals of the unit, and the Air Force as a whole. Maintaining the Vision Every leader needs to establish an enduring vision. A vision that meets the organization's needs at the time of implementation over time is unlikely to be applicable without changes. There is no regular schedule for vision revision. However, a wise leader does not wait for the alarm to sound before considering alternatives. Rather, the vision-forming process should be continual. Leaders should encourage personnel of all ranks, levels, and occupations to help articulate the vision. The experience will prove invaluable as unit members are promoted into more responsible, higher-level positions and continue to build an effective path to the future. On the other hand, the vision should not be arbitrarily modified. If the vision works and is consistent with environmental and technological developments, the vision should be affirmed and supported. As technology and our environment continue to evolve, Our vision and leadership style must keep pace. Empowerment Empowerment defined. Empowerment is a force that energizes people and provides responsibility, ownership, and control over the work they perform. Some individuals interpret empowerment as merely the delegation of authority. Delegation is not empowerment. However, effective empowerment does require good delegation. Assigning people tasks along with the freedom and authority needed to creatively accomplish the task is the essence of empowerment. Consequently, empowerment is often confused with participative leadership, emphasizing sensitivity to needs, involving people, and asking people for help. While empowerment includes these concepts, empowerment goes much further and allows workers to become stakeholders in the organization's vision. Once they are committed to the vision, organization members begin to participate in shaping and fashioning the vision into a shared vision. This synergistically developed vision motivates people to focus on the future and what the future holds, not simply because they must, but because they want to. For this approach to be successful, leaders must always be open and receptive to ideas and suggestions that can improve or refine the organization's vision. Essence of Empowerment The essence of empowerment requires both leaders and followers to identify with their respective share of the organization's goals. The military is traditionally an authoritarian organization. The need for rapid decision-making and crisis response normally necessitates a traditional hierarchical framework. However, complex hierarchical frameworks do not always result in rapid decisions. Furthermore, The continual transformation of leader-follower roles is heralding an environment that allows both leaders and followers to more effectively realize organizational goals and objectives.
Effective empowerment is not new. Truly great leaders of the past never directly told their people how to do their jobs. Rather, they explained what needed to be done and established a playing field that allowed their people to achieve success on their own. Consequently, the follower's success became a success for the leader and the organization as well. While the responsibility for task completion may be on the leader's shoulders, the burden of getting the job done is shared by all. Therefore, the adage, it's lonely at the top, is applicable to a leader who does not recognize the strengths of his or her people. Airmen can supply the details and express concerns that help overcome barriers to achieving visionary goals and mission accomplishment. When leaders solicit input, they discover the knowledge, interest, and parameters of support. Guidelines to Empowerment Empowerment enhances organizational performance by promoting contributions from every member of the organization. Trust is the cornerstone of the mutually dependent relationship shared by leaders and followers. Therefore, the leader must be flexible and patient in introducing empowerment. By delegating decisions to those closest to the issue, and by allowing airmen flexibility in how they implement the vision, the leader successfully allows others to take ownership of the vision and experience pride in achieving the vision. Thus, the leader must maintain a firm grip on operational requirements and strategic planning. The leader must also realize that not everyone is willing or ready to accept the reins of empowerment. To realize their potential in fulfilling the vision, empowered followers need sufficient training on the task at hand. Otherwise, they are doomed to fail. On the other hand, airmen who have expert knowledge in a particular field should be encouraged to use this knowledge and improve the vision where and when possible. Recognition is a key factor in perpetuating improvements. Hence, an important facet of empowerment is the appropriate recognition of contributions airmen make to maximize mission success. Potential pitfalls. Empowerment is frequently misunderstood and applied inappropriately. Empowerment is often associated with a laissez-faire style of leadership, abdicating responsibility for tasks to airmen who are left to their own devices. This fire-and-forget approach to empowerment demonstrates a total absence of leadership. Conversely, Empowerment is a leader-subordinate relationship that requires even more refined supervisory skills than traditional autocracy. People continually need direction, knowledge, resources, and support. Furthermore, empowerment and vision cannot be imposed. To do so would breed compliance rather than commitment. From an application standpoint, many leaders see consensus as a means to empower their people. However, while consensus is assumed to be good, because consensus represents what the group as a whole wants. Consensus is usually safe and free of innovative ideas. Additionally, consensus can divert an organization from their true goal or vision. The adage that a camel is a horse built by consensus is not so far-fetched. Leaders do not seek consensus. They build it. Learning. The leader's responsibilities. Life in the military incorporates a perpetual requirement for continued training and education. Effective leaders must accept the responsibility of being both a master student and master teacher and should influence others by example. Training is used to communicate and implement the organization's vision and values at the supervisory and subordinate levels. Training is not only fundamental in focusing the organization's strategic vision, but also helps develop the capabilities of the airmen who make the vision a reality. Both formal and informal training do more than augment a unit's level of technical expertise. By providing the skills airmen need to be successful, organizations realize increased energy and motivation. Fostering Growth Leaders foster professional growth by insisting their airmen focus attention on the aspects of a situation, mission, or project they control. This is not to say tasks should be limited in scope or challenge. On the contrary, some adventures should be an integral part of every job. In order to motivate airmen to learn and excel, leaders should provide challenging and enlightening experiences. Consequently, some supervisors want to tell an airman what to do to improve. While this may impress the follower with the leader's knowledge, telling an airman what to do to improve creates an unnecessary dependence on the leader and critically limits the follower's value of the experience. The role of the leader in fostering growth is to identify and analyze knowledge and improvement opportunities. 
This will ensure advancements are permanent and pervasive, not temporary and specific. Leaders encourage the learning process by formally recognizing individual and unit successes, no matter how large or small. A more formal and direct way for the leader to encourage the subordinate to learn is by setting standards. Standards have the multiple effect of providing feedback to the leader on performance, ensuring quality control of unit output, and giving airmen a goal and inspiration for developing and performing to do their best. People want to know what is expected of them. No one goes to work and says, I'm going to do a lousy job today. People work to succeed, and they need to know how you measure that success. Allow for a few mistakes, because people must be given the latitude to learn. General H. Norman Schwarzkopf, Jr., retired, former commander, U.S. Central Command. Developing Airmen To develop airmen, a leader must train replacements, the next generation, develop an understanding of roles and responsibilities, be an advisor and mentor, provide an opportunity for growth and promotion, clarify expectations, strengthen service identity, allow airmen to make decisions and experience leadership, encourage and facilitate formal education. An important milestone in any airman's development process is to experience a significant challenge early in his or her career. Developing airmen for leadership positions requires much work over long periods of time. Identifying people with leadership potential early in their careers and then determining the appropriate developmental challenges for them is the first step. Leaders must recognize and diagnose the capabilities of each airman in their unit or organization. Those capabilities may include any skills, talents, experiences, personality temperaments, etc. the airmen may have that can contribute to current and future mission accomplishment. Leaders must also diagnose the developmental needs of airmen, then assist them with personal and professional developmental needs that fulfill current or future jobs or role and responsibilities. Professional development needs may include off-duty education, professional military education, specific skill training, additional training, professional development seminars and courses, and communication skills, etc. Personal developmental needs may include relationships, interpersonal skills, communication skills, supervisory skills, off-duty education, etc. Today's effective leaders had opportunities early in their careers that required them to lead, take risk, and learn from their triumphs and failures. In business, successful corporations do not wait for leaders to come along. Rather, they actively seek out people with leadership potential and expose them to career experiences designed to develop their skills. However, leaders must caution themselves against becoming preoccupied with finding and developing young leadership potential. Leaders must guard against overlooking the late bloomer, whose leadership potential was not evident early on. A late bloomer's combination of maturity, experience, and untapped potential is a valuable asset to any organization. Dealing with setbacks. To learn and improve, people need to be encouraged to try new things. Sometimes their efforts will fail. A fundamental aspect of empowerment is acknowledging the right to fail. Obviously, some common sense is required. There can be no tolerance for violating regulations, jeopardizing safety, or failing due to a lack of effort. However, if the setback is the result of a failed attempt, applaud the initiative and dissect the setback so the airmen can learn from what went wrong. Unfortunately, the fear of failure prevents many otherwise capable individuals from pursuing their creativity and innovation. An airman's dedication to improving his or her abilities is quite a valuable asset to an organization. Followers must remain optimistic, even in times of adversity. Some people believe the key to success is to avoid failure. Consequently, they stay with the things they know and do well rather than risk failure by trying something new. The surest way to stifle creativity and innovation is to allow fear to perpetuate complacency. Airmen count on the experience and understanding of strong leaders in dealing with setbacks. There is no substitute for being able to say to an airman, I know what you're feeling. I've experienced similar setbacks. Here is how I chose to deal with the situation, and these are what the consequences of my actions were. Reflecting back on the situation, here is what I would do now if I had the chance to do things over. Dealing with change. Leaders must be the chief transformation officers in their organizations, 
and learn everything there is to know about the change before dealing with the change can even take place. Furthermore, they must learn how to deal with the emotions that result from the chaos and fear associated with change. Putting new processes in place is not enough. The people supporting these processes must be motivated to meet the challenge and support the change. To achieve that, leaders must maintain a clear understanding of the present and a clear focus on the future. The leader must create an organizational climate conducive to change by explaining the limitations or shortfalls of the present process and the possibilities and benefits of the proposed change. Next, the leader must facilitate the change itself. Walk airmen through the change, explain the details, and answer questions. Finally, the leader should reward those who comply with the change and refocus those who do not. Tough-minded optimism is the best quality a leader can demonstrate when coping with change. Leaders coping with change should involve people in the change process, fully explain the reason for change, view change positively, create enthusiasm for the change, facilitate change, avoid forcing it, be open-minded and experiment with alternatives, seek out and accept feedback, never get complacent. The Air Force Core Values The Air Force Core Values are the bedrock of leadership in the Air Force. The core values are a statement of those institutional values and principles of conduct that provide the moral framework within which military activities take place. The professional Air Force ethic consists of three fundamental and enduring values of integrity, service, and excellence. This ethic is the set of values that guides the way Air Force members live and perform. Success hinges on the incorporation of these values into the character of every airman. In today's time, compressed, dynamic, and dangerous operational environment, an airman does not have the luxury of examining each issue at leisure. He or she must fully internalize these values to be able to automatically act in all situations to maintain integrity, to serve others before self, and to perform with excellence and encourage others to do the same. The Air Force Corps values integrity first, service before self, and excellence in all we do, represents the commitment each airman makes when joining the Air Force. These values provide a foundation for leadership, decision-making, and success, whatever the level of assignment, difficulty, or dangers presented by the mission. All airmen are men and women of character. Our enduring Air Force core values provide a touchstone as we rise to meet current and future challenges, threats, and opportunities. As America's airmen, it is imperative that we maintain the moral high ground. Our nation depends on it. Michael W. Wynn, former Secretary of the Air Force. Core values help those who join us to understand right from the outset what's expected of them. Equally important, they provide all of us, from airmen to four-star general, with a touchstone, a guide in our own conscience to remind us of what we expect from others. We have wonderful people in the Air Force, but we aren't perfect. Frequent reflection on the core values helps each of us refocus on the person we want to be and the example we want to set. General Michael E. Ryan, retired, former Air Force Chief of Staff. Integrity first. Integrity is the willingness to do what is right, even when no one is looking. Integrity is the moral compass, the inner voice, the voice of self-control and the basis for the trust imperative in today's Air Force. Integrity is the single most important part of character. Integrity makes airmen who they are and what they stand for, and is as much a part of their professional reputation as their ability to fly or fix jets, operate the computer network, repair the runway, or defend the airbase. Airmen must be professional, in and out of uniform. Integrity is not a suit that can be taken off at night or on the weekend or worn only when important to look good. Instead, what makes integrity critical is when we least expect to be tested. People are watching us, not to see us fail, but to see us live up to their expectations. Anything less risks putting the heritage and reputation of the Air Force in peril. Integrity is the ability to hold together and properly regulate all the elements of one's personality. A person of integrity acts on conviction demonstrating impeccable self-control without acting rashly. Integrity encompasses many characteristics indispensable to airmen. There will be demands upon your ability, 
upon your endurance, upon your disposition, upon your patience. Just as fire tempers iron into fine steel, so does adversity temper one's character into firmness, tolerance, and determination. Senator Margaret Chase Smith, Lieutenant Colonel, U.S. Air Force Reserve. Service Before Self As an Air Force Corps value, service before self represents an abiding dedication to the age-old military virtue of selfless dedication to duty, including putting one's life at risk if called to do so. The service before self value deals with accepting expeditionary deployments and assignments. Service before self does not mean service before family. Airmen have a duty to their families just as strong as that to the service. The difference is, there are times when service to the nation requires subordinating the needs of the family. Their responsibilities to their families include ensuring they are cared for when airmen are home or deployed. This value also demands that each airman keep faith in the system. This does not imply that we follow our leaders blindly and not sometimes question what we are doing. Airmen must always place trust in the processes, procedures, and other airmen to get the job done in the right way. Airmen must understand that an organization can only achieve excellence in an atmosphere free from fear, unlawful discrimination, sexual harassment, intimidation, hazing, or unfair treatment. Airmen must show loyalty to their leadership, fellow airmen, and the Air Force as a whole, including showing commitment to the Constitution, military chain of command, and to both the President and Secretary of Defense. I have been recognized as a hero for my 10 minutes of action over Vietnam, but I am no more hero than anyone else who has served this country. A1C John L. Levito, lowest-ranking Air Force Medal of Honor recipient. Excellence in all we do. This core value demands airmen constantly strive to perform at their best. They should always strive to exceed standards objectively based on mission needs. This demands a continuous search for new and innovative ways to accomplish the mission without jeopardizing morale and loyalty. Personally, airmen seek out and complete developmental education. They constantly work hard to stay in their best physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and moral shape. Airmen continue to enhance their professional competencies and are diligent to maintain their job skills, knowledge, and personal readiness at the highest possible levels. They understand that when members of an organization work together to successfully reach a common goal, excellence is achieved and no airman wins the fight alone. Each organization must foster a culture that emphasizes a team mentality while simultaneously maintaining standards and accomplishing the mission. Realizing that people are our most precious resource, airmen are responsible for ensuring they are trained, fit, focused, and ready to accomplish the mission safely and effectively. The power of excellence is overwhelming. It is always in demand, and nobody cares about its color. General Daniel Chappie James, 1st African American, USAF Four-Star General. Air Force Viewpoint the Air Force recognizes these core values as universal and unchanging in the profession of arms. They provide the standards used to evaluate the ethical climate of all Air Force organizations. Finally, when needed in the cauldron of war, they are the beacons that light the path of professional conduct and the highest ideals of integrity, service, and excellence.